The WHO medical officer, Dr. Carlo Urbani, an infectious diseases epidemiologist and a previous member of Médecins Sans Frontières, answered the call. Within days, in the course of which three more people fell ill with the same symptoms, he recognized the aggressiveness and the highly contagious nature of the disease. It looked like influenza, but it wasn't. Early in March, the first patient died, while similar cases started to show up in Hong Kong and elsewhere. Dr. Urbani courageously persisted working in what he knew to be a highly hazardous environment. After launching a worldwide alert via the WHO surveillance network, he fell ill while traveling to Bangkok and died on the 29th of March. A run of new cases, some fatal, was now occurring not only among the staff of the French hospital, but in Hong Kong, Taiwan, Singapore, mainland China, and Canada. Public health services were confronted with two related tasks, to build an emergency worldwide net of containment while investigating the ways in which the contagion spread in order to pinpoint its origin and to discover how the responsible agent most probably a microorganism, was propagated. It took four months to identify the culprit of the new disease as a virus of the coronavirus family that had jumped to infect humans from wild small animals handled and consumed as food in the Guangdong province of China. By July 2003, the worldwide propagation of the virus, occurring essentially via infected air travelers, was blocked. The outbreak of the new disease labeled SARS, Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome, stopped at some 8,000 cases and 800 deaths. The toll would have been much heavier were it not for a remarkable international collaboration to control the spread of the virus through isolation of cases and control of wildlife markets. Epidemiology was at the heart of this effort, combining investigations in the populations hit by SARS with laboratory studies that provided the knowledge required for the disease control interventions. Epidemiology owes its name to epidemic, derived from the Greek epi, on, and demos, population. Epidemics like SARS that strike as unusual appearances of a disease in a population require immediate investigation. But, essentially, the same investigative approach applies to diseases in general, whether unusual in type or frequency, or present all the time in a population in an endemic form. In fact, the same methods are used to study normal physiological events such as reproduction and pregnancy and physical and mental growth in populations. Put concisely, epidemiology is the study of health and disease in populations. The population aspect is the distinctive trait of epidemiology, while health and disease are investigated at other levels as well. In fact, when medicine is referred to without specification, one thinks spontaneously of clinical medicine that deals with health and disease in individuals. We may also imagine laboratory scientists carrying out biological experiments, the results of which may hopefully be translated into diagnostic or treatment innovations in clinical medicine. By contrast, the population dimension of health and disease, and with it epidemiology, is less prominent in the minds of most people. In the past, introduced to someone as an epidemiologist, 
I was not infrequently greeted with the remark, I see you are a specialist treating skin diseases. Clearly the person thought of some fancy epidermology, alias dermatology. Now I introduce myself as a public health physician, which works much better.